0: Hello and welcome to episode 69 of the Live to Walk Again podcast. I'm Jeremy Dixon, your host as always, and with me as usual, Brandon Stevens. Brandon, say hello to the people. Jay, what's up, man? What's up, Brandon? What is up? So we, I know we uh, we took last week off. Um, it was holidays, baby. Well, yeah, it was, man, but it also, I know you, your son was potentially exposed to COVID. From friends,
1: yeah. So I, I'll we we're kind of we
0: we're kind of laying low. I'm um,
1: not I'm not really gonna be the one, the one that brings you right. the rona, bro. I just don't want to be that person. I hear you, man. And it was good uh, that somebody had brought that to our attention. Just being safe. Yeah, know. it's good, man. Um, let let people know. It was, got, it was a rona. few it was a few degrees of separation, but it's like, hey, still, my son was around somebody that was that had had the rona. Mm-hmm. Let us know. And we, I have to let you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. Uh, that was definitely good. But,
1: but the uh, the vaccine's dropping. I week. I saw week. that.
0: I saw that. So I actually called my pharmacy today. and was just like, oh hey. Uh, gonna give what, you gonna get me on the list or what? Like, exactly. is there a sign up sheet? Where do I? We, have they heard anything? He just said that they probably they're not gonna probably have it till next year. <clears throat> so well, I, well, we need to like find
1: a, out. We need to find out where the Pfizer one is. Yeah. Because. Maybe. Um, based, I heard that's the best one. So, well, far. because of the uh, the way that it's stored at like negative 94 mm-hmm. degrees um, or something like that, that that's the one that has probably the least preservatives in it, which are uh, normally the the things that people are against in in vaccines. Oh, wow. I didn't that know the that the anti-vax vaccination community would Probably be if you look into it, uh, that one has little or less. I, I don't know the all Preserve the ingredients, but the reason why less. you know uh, a vaccine needs things like mercury and those—that's so that it, it can maintain travel and distance. But see, the hmm. Pfizer one's only going to last about 14 days because it needs to be on dry ice. Oh. See, I'm
0: worried, like, what happens if it gets too warm, though, and then they inject it in somebody, and then it's like...
1: Well, then it would probably just be ineffective.
0: Right, because it's not, like, because I've heard these don't actually have the coronavirus in them, like yeah, most that's, vaccines. that's it, another thing. It, that like, tricks your DNA
1: and... They have the, some proteins in there. Yeah, it's the RNA strands, and it, it uh, tricks your mm-hmm. immune system into, the, into replicating the coronavirus, specifically that that strand COVID-19 that's crazy so we I mean I'm I'm uh someone that's always a little I I mean I'm skeptical of most things that the government's issuing and stuff like that as most people probably are now too um but you know if you do the research and read that's all you can really do right that's how you you make a decision in life on everything just Right. Or do your own research.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: It seems a little more promising in my opinion, but. Yeah. No. I mean, you know, teach their own, but seems like we're not going to get through this anyway uh, else, man. man. People yeah, are stubborn. Know. It's
0: craziness out here. Um, But yeah, man. So we made it through Thanksgiving, knock on wood. Hopefully uh, none of us got.
1: Yeah. You were just like today, everybody. I know everybody's getting burned out on the leftovers. And yeah. I was thinking the same thing too. I'm like, I'm not eating Thanksgiving past today. Yeah, I'm done. Tomorrow, we're done yeah. eating stuffing. I got a lot of stuffing left, uh, man. man. I love Stuffing's the stuffing, Stuffing's my man. favorite, man. You know what's not a hot take, bro? Huh? Is all these people saying what they don't eat on Thanksgiving. There's a, yeah. I don't care, man. Yeah, I don't care either. I don't care. I don't care if you don't eat Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> like, no literally, doubt. man, not no a hot doubt. take to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, moving on, moving on. Well, hey, Brandon, I did hear, man, that this week – um, they released people magazines um whatever like sexiest man alive and Time? unfortunately Time no, mag- I think people it was people but anyway the unfortunately i didn't make the list this year no. and there was a bunch of people on there
1: sexiest man alive in the wheelchair
0: i mean i don't think there's many more but hey I'm no i'm just playing man but uh yeah so i didn't see you on there either I just heard the list. Actually. Oh, you
1: didn't. You didn't. I. I was nominated. <laughs> so was I. That. Nominated myself. <laughs> yeah, me too.
0: Me too. Um, but yeah, man. So Brandon, um, this week on the podcast, interviewed this guy named Tyler Wesley, who uh, is from out in just outside of Denver, Colorado. Yeah, um, shout
1: out to Denver.
0: Yeah, for sure. And um, this guy is just a super positive man. Like even like he so i don't want to give too much for the interview away it's a pretty short interview but um he had done the type of spinal cord injury and he'll he'll talk more about it in the interview but type of uh spinal cord injury he has is where his legs are actually work better than his arms so his arms are very oh, weak interesting and they're getting a little bit better too but um He's able to take some steps and and I guess at the five a few years ago at the five- year anniversary of his accident he actually wa- like did um, a bunch of steps across his back deck and filmed it and posted it on YouTube or on Twitter and it got to YouTube and because um, he let me know he doesn't have a YouTube and I thought he did so I, I felt kind of dumb but Damn. anyway uh, he yeah so Do your he research I know man um but yeah no he it it, it just went viral though he got like eight million hits on it or something and like adidas reached out to him and uh sent him some free gear and then kanye west reached out to him and sent him uh sent him some yeezys like custom yeezys with his name on them and like a handwritten note like telling him how inspirationally like just pretty cool story man to be able to you know just put your hard work to uh you know put it out there and and see how how uh, how much it inspires other people
1: which yeah. is pretty amazing it's cool man when something like that catches fire mm-hmm. i mean that's the kind of content i'm here for yeah
0: for you sure You know what man. i mean yeah all the all it's not you know it's so it's There's just a beautiful a thing place, man. man they're man. so yeah like the internet's so negative and it's nice to see stuff like this and this guy's just he's the sweetest guy man he just is so nice and uh, you know he was very uh we, he worked around uh my schedule quite a bit um over this thanksgiving holiday to uh to come on and and uh you know I definitely appreciate appreciate his uh yeah his we appreciate interview. your
1: time man always anybody who jumps on with us we appreciate their time we do we do we're we don't throw nobody under the bus no, on this podcast we're not. but we got it. We got yeah. love for anybody that wants to come on here and spread positivity yeah, man. and, you know, spread the message of finding a cure for paralysis and use their, their, their platform for good.
0: Absolutely. And
1: out chasing that paper.
0: <laughs> yep. So, yeah, man, I, I definitely, uh, definitely give thanks to Tyler and, uh, we're thankful for everybody that listens to this podcast. We hope you all had a, had a, uh, healthy and happy Thanksgiving. Um, But yeah, let's get to this uh, interview with Tyler real quick, and uh, we'll be back on the other side. All right, this week on the Live to Walk Again podcast, we're lucky enough to welcome Tyler Wesley, who is a motivational speaker. Uh, He's given some keynote addresses and just, you know, super inspiring, uh, inspiring guy. So Tyler, welcome to the podcast.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. Um, so I know you have a pretty big uh following like between YouTube and, and social media and everything. But for people that don't know your story, uh can you tell us a little bit about how, how you were how you suffered a spinal cord injury and, and what level and everything like that you're you are?
2: Yeah, so um growing up I was a pretty active and outgoing young boy playing soccer um since I was three years old. So super athletic. Um and I always Grew up wanting to be a professional soccer player, um, playing for 12 years, but um, the unexpected happened. It was the end of my sophomore year in high school, and a buddy and I, we were going to go study at his house, and he came to come pick me up um, that night, and just minutes later, um, he lost control and rolled over the vehicle four times, and that's where my life changed. just a blink of an eye. Um, I broke my neck, my C4 vertebrae, and that resulted in me with a cord injury and being a quadriplegic and being paralyzed from the shoulders down. And um, at the time I was only 15 years old and didn't know what my life would be like after that. But um, with God grace and my family being there, um, I stayed motivated because I knew that I would walk again and I kept fighting, so. I was then um, transported to Denver Health, from Denver, Colorado, so um, where they began immediate surgery on the front and back of my neck with some screws and a rod to hold the spine in place. And um, I was then transferred to Craig Hospital, which is one of the top 10 rehabilitation hospitals in the world, for um, they specialize in spinal cord injuries and traumatic brain injuries. And um, luckily enough, um, living here and going to Inglewood, Colorado wasn't too far of a drive. And um, I was there for four months where I began just immense um, rehab with PT, OT, speech therapy, um, everything. So, um, yeah, without Craig Hospital, I probably. Want to have regained all this function that I have throughout the years, and just being outpatient and going back, um, and also being a peer mentor now at Craig Hospital, talking to those newly injured patients, and um, working as an ambassador for a home health care agency, where they're a big advocate for the disability community, and um, doing a bunch of keynotes and sharing my story and keep everyone motivated because um yeah it's been eight years and I'm now able to walk with the walker now and um that's a pretty exciting feeling for me
0: yeah so um you know talk a little bit about that so your injury your your um I guess like from what the what I read um your, your injury is like a, a level or you're kind of like your upper body is a little bit weaker than your lower body right so you have more paralysis yeah. in your upper body right um, yeah I know I when I was in uh rehab you know way back in the the late 90s um there was a guy that that was in outpatient rehab with me and he like couldn't move his arms at all but could walk around just fine so um, and he was, you know, obviously he's a quadriplegic as well, which is, you know, you don't really think of that when you see somebody walking around or whatever. You're you're surprised by that. But you know, talk a little bit about that and like, I guess what 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 your you know kind of strengths and weaknesses are, because I I haven't had anybody on the podcast that that you know had because every spinal cord injury is different, obviously. So I've never had anybody on that uh, kind of fits you know what you have. So yeah, talk a little bit about that if you can.
2: Yeah. So um. Mine is a more of a central spinal cord injury at my C4, so that's um more impairments in the upper extremities than the lower. So it's super unusual because um, when I was in the hospital, it was two months after my accident. The first thing that I was able to move was my right toe. So that was uh, you know such a, an exciting feeling. Just celebration of hope. So, um, yeah, so a little bit about mine is I have pretty still weak on my upper extremities and my hands and fingers. So I'm not able to feed myself and do my daily care. Um, but I'm able to walk and stand with the walker and able to take independent steps on my own. So. Yeah, that's so
0: impressive, man. That that's yeah. very cool that you're able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and so I wanted to know what kind of what you went through readjusting because you're obviously a, you know, you're a you're a big soccer player. Like, you know you I read on your on your bio that you had made the the varsity team as a freshman. You know, so like what. What was that journey like kind of mentally and emotionally going from, you know, being a star athlete to, to having to deal with a spinal cord injury while you're still in high school?
2: Yeah, so that was definitely a big adjustment for me, um, not being as active and being on that field, running around. So, um, but I think just mentally, um, I kind of always had that hope. Um, to never give up. And having my mom was definitely my biggest motivator. And she's still here with me eight years later, helping me out and becoming as independent as possible, you know. Um, But yeah, years ago, I thought my life was over knowing I was going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. But honestly, now I'm not ashamed of being in a wheelchair. You know, I love the spinal cord injury and disability community we have here um everyone i'm at me are like-minded people as me and young as well and they have their whole life ahead of them and something like an accident can change it just like that in a blink of an eye but um, yeah just hearing all these stories really inspired me and um, wanted me to help others as well
0: that, that's super admirable man I'm I'm happy that you're doing that um and so yeah I, I think I read also that you uh you were able to actually use your walker and, and walk across the stage at graduation is that right yeah that's very cool man what was that what was that moment like hey had you been in front walking in front of like your classmates and stuff prior to that or that was uh, like, I
2: was still on my sip and puff wheelchair wow um but yeah so in high school i drove with the sipping box with my mouth with the straw to maneuver my um, wheelchair because i didn't have the strength in my hands and arms of course back then and yeah 2014 um but i wanted to surprise everyone and i went back um to high school my junior year my second semester so um I just had a goal to walk um at my graduation that next year to get my diploma and um kind of shock everyone in I was able to do that and being the last one to call and getting a standing ovation in front of thousands of people was pretty it's an amazing feeling.
0: That, that's so cool, man. I'm, yeah, that's uh, that's very very uh good story. Um you know what what was the uh I guess what was kind of the feeling I know you mentioned your mom um and I know a lot of people are, are lucky to you know to have family members that really step up after an injury like this but how did like the community and like your friends and classmates um kind of rally around you after your after your accident?
2: Yeah, so my community was super supportive of me. Um kind of my city in Thornton, Colorado that I live in. Um, Yeah, everyone known who I was Um, growing up. I was always kind and shy at the time back then and just uh, known for being that varsity soccer player. So a lot of my friends and pretty much the whole high school and community came together after hearing about the devastating accident and um, really came together and helped. You know, put fundraisers on for me, for therapies, because um, that's all, you know, out-of-pocket pay. Right. Uh, most of that, yeah, insurance doesn't cover, which is crazy. But, um, yeah, they came together and really um, motivated me to keep going as well. So having that love was very sentimental to me. And of course, my mom, uh, always number one.
0: That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very cool. Um, you know, talk a little bit, Tyler, about how, um, you know, how you got into being, I guess you've mentioned you're a para-mentor and, um, you know, just trying to, I guess, be a, you know, I know you're reading, reading about you a little bit. It's, you know, I, I kept seeing that you were, uh, you know, just like on a mission to really spread your story and inspire others. And, and then obviously you're being a para-mentor also. So like, to, how did that, like, uh, you know, what, what motivated you to do that um, after your after your accident? How long after did you start doing it?
2: Yeah, so um, at the time, I didn't really have a voice for myself. Um, and just throughout the years, I, I would say, Took me at least five years to really um, find a meaning of what I want to do in life. So, um, yeah, on my kind of it all started on um, I wanted to take a video of myself walking without any assistance at all um, in my backyard deck. And I wanted to post that on Twitter on my 50 year anniversary. So I always call my anniversary days my life day. So I think we should all just celebrate that. I know a lot of guys with SEIs just have that happy life day, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, it was on my fifth year anniversary, and I posted it and just wanted to show people my progress without any assistance. Um, Just walking back and forth on my deck, and I didn't really knew it was going to do numbers and kind of in seconds it went viral and got over eight million views and just so many people were just dming me all over the world um and just sharing um their story if they have a spinal cord injury or like their boyfriend or girlfriend and just what every all the things i've done to get to where i am taking those steps so i really um at that moment um wanted to help people because you know we're all in this together and yeah especially with those with spinal cord injury. so yeah when i went viral and just gained so many followers so
0: yeah i was going to ask you you know what um were you already posting um youtube videos um of like different therapies and stuff oh. you were going through before that or you just kind of jumped uh, out there
2: yeah. So no, I I don't have a YouTube account, but um, I've just been yeah posting really on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Um, so I know,
0: and I know that that one YouTube video though that you did post of you walking like that even got the attention of Kanye West and Adidas. Right. Talk a little bit about that yeah. experience and uh, that that's uh, that's like the coolest thing ever, man. So yeah, go ahead and tell the story about that.
2: Yeah, it was definitely a surreal moment because yeah, definitely Kanye's my guy. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So it was a couple of days later after that post, and uh Adidas had directly messaged me from Twitter and asked me if I wanted some free gear, and you know, of course I said yes. Uh-huh. And then um that year of 27, yeah, 2017, um, I had no idea it would be um, the gift from Kanye West, who sent me over a custom pair of cream white EZs, 350s, and um, he handwritten my name on the side, um, Tyler, and with a personal note also in the box. It says, um, you're an inspiration. You show the world anything that's possible. Thank you for sharing your story, Kanye West.
0: So. Oh, wow. That's, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a pretty, uh, pretty significant, uh, you know, somebody, somebody like that hitting you up off, you know, being inspired by, by what you're doing, man. That's very cool. Right. Yeah. Like what, what are your, I guess, what are your goals as far are you, you're just going to thing is just to be a motivational speaker and, and try to get people inspired or what, I mean, what do you want to, what do you want to do with that? Are you going to try to create a business out of it or, or. Yeah, what's yeah, your definitely, goals?
2: yeah um, definitely just keep spreading my kind of journey and goals that I succeed on my social media and maybe one day starting a, a nonprofit um, or kind of into a lot of um, modeling as well. So just hopefully a big name brand sees me right, and yeah. i showing that inclusion and you know diversity of someone with a disability and you know repping these big brands and you know for their magazines or um for their shoots and
0: yeah seeing man, absolutely. walker
2: or a wheelchair i think that would be dope
0: yeah absolutely we need to get these uh, fashion companies get at get at tyler tyler wesley look them up uh yeah. Yeah and then you know at the the end of these interviews um I usually just ask everybody like do you have any kind of go to health tips or um or like you know workout stuff that you do that you could could uh that you think you find helpful that you could uh, suggest for other people to try out
2: Yeah definitely um I know the things that I did back then to get to where I am today um, did a lot of the standing frame, um, getting in there, you know, as long as you can every day and just standing for a couple of hours, however long it can last. And yeah, that was a big thing for me. Just getting my, you know, blood pressure back, um, up every time I sat up, right. And right. just kind of building that strength. So doing that and then also the FPS bike was a big help for me. Um
0: do you have one of those at your house or do you do um do you do
2: no i don't personally. Like yeah i go to craig hospital for um the outpatient workout so i go like once a week you now. also um i do massage and um, acupuncture so
0: um extended, i actually just had an acupuncturist on like uh three three or four weeks ago and, and she did a she did a session on me and it was like the best thing I've ever tried. So, that's very cool.
2: Yeah, so I do that at least twice a week and a lot of stretching um yeah. for us with those tight muscles and you don't want to get those muscles shortened and just with um myself, I always had a lot of spasms as well, so um I was on a lot of meds back then and um now i'm hardly on anything i felt like those um spasm medications really messed up with me you know mentally too and just made me feel so drowsy and
0: so weak did they have you on baclofen or what was what were you on
2: yeah baclofen
0: yeah that's so what are you are you just uh you're just able to kind of yeah i just managed my own
2: yeah um yeah i know they always told me at Craig like spasms are good for the body, but it's a matter of if you can control them in a way where you can um kinda just work through it, you know. So not like killing it off with tobacco Just making making that muscle not fire, you know, so yeah. I yeah, I don't take much but I definitely still have a lot of tightness and spasms, but that's why um like other integrative therapies, like massage and acupuncture, adaptive yoga really helped me, and cool therapy as well. So, nice. just all that, combined, is definitely helped me out a lot with that journey.
0: No, oh, that's very cool, man. Very cool. Well, shoot, Tyler, I'm glad we got you uh, got you on the podcast before you become a big fashion star, man. And
2: uh, I won't forget know. about that.
0: <laughs> well we're yeah, I man, I'm so thankful. You know, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to, to come on and, and kinda of tell your story to everybody who listens to the podcast. And you know, we're gonna uh we're definitely gonna beat this thing one of these days, man. So we'll, we'll be up walking before you know it.
2: It's gonna be a cure for paralysis one day. So Yeah. It's, for sure. Uh, well
0: hey, Tyler Wesley, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for uh for joining me on the podcast. Thank you. All right. That was Tyler Wesley, uh, live and direct from Thornton, Colorado. I think it's where he said he was from, man. Shout out Thornton. Shout out uh, Thornton. Shout out Denver. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Denver. We, we get uh, love.
1: We get love out in Colorado. The, yeah. The, uh, Live the Walking Game podcast is big out there.
0: Yeah. We're big everywhere, man. Yeah,
1: I know, man. But we get We get big in, in, in a lot of places and Denver's one of them.
0: Yeah. We get love from all over, man. We appreciate it all. Um, yeah, man, uh, so, you know, this is definitely like a medical, like, uh, you know, kind of a podcast. We definitely, we try to, to bring you uh, different, you know, innovations and whatnot. And uh, I'll tell you one innovation I saw last night, Brandon, was Iron Mike Tyson at 54 years old getting into the ring after losing 100 pounds and just looking like a. I watched savage.
1: Yeah, I watched uh, some of his... Yeah, like uh, promo videos about they have like a, you know maybe a series right. of videos. They were short for the for the hype up for the for the fight. Yeah, and there was a um a guy. I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna know a ton about this, but because they the promos were only like three minutes each. Uh huh. But basically, you know, Mike's 54 and he's having a lot of back issues. Right. Um, and they brought a dude out who works with like MMA fighters and mm-hmm. all this stuff, and he's a pain guy, and he has like a a, a system like a electrical whole body electrical shock system, uh-huh. and he hooked Mike up to it. And well, he first there he came there and he said he saw Mike was like moving slow. He's like you know grimacing a little bit. He's right. like, dude, Mike, let me work on you. Mike said he put this thing on him And he was like What the fuck did you just do to me Wow Like pain free Wow i
0: to um, get that guy on the podcast man? Yeah find So out about if
1: you and... go watch some of the I think what it was The triller Yeah Probably look him up on YouTube uh, Watch the promos And I'll we'll, We can look up the We can look up the guy We can get some more info on it Yeah They talked to the guy for a second But I, they didn't show anything about it But I was like Damn I mean that that's, that's crazy. that's something that pain
0: relief is huge, man. Well,
1: maybe get, also potentially it, it did something where it um, re like it did something to the muscles, all the muscles. Right. So that could be something potential to look in for somebody with the spinal cord injury, also.
0: Yeah, in for movement. sure. We never know. No, that's huge, man. That that's a that's a good but uh, that's good just uh, to track down. There's man.
1: a lot of things in sports medicine science technology has come a long way where you can so be true. shredded i mean mike tyson was looking pretty shredded for yeah. being 54 55 yeah. years old and
0: like a, like he abused his body for like the last 20 but years yeah probably. man
1: i mean he was you got to put in the work don't get me wrong like I, yeah. I know he probably trained like a beast or whatever but right you know there's a lot of um stuff that you can get to you know help supplement that that mm-hmm. your body into staying healthy and making it in the best optimal shape it can be and that's important for people with spinal cord injuries you especially know. when a cure comes around
0: yeah man and like actually i saw so we know our guy art uh rena art the inspiration um mm-hmm everybody go he just brought out a new video actually yeah, for a song her... called jackson castro off of his album letter to my shooter yeah. um and that was very powerful man it was it was a great video um but he you know we talked a little bit about that he had uh gotten uh COVID 19 and then also i saw another uh former guest on and friend of the podcast uh jessica to ended up getting it mm-hmm. um and she's been on quarantine like all through thanksgiving It's is terrible but she's she's getting through it okay so that's good to hear man but you know you gotta be careful out in these streets stay inside like other our other friend of the podcast mike wilkinson said he just told when i asked him how it was going he said it's it's terrible stay inside yeah. yeah so maybe we should uh just be be safe be uh make wise choices be safe and yeah we'll talk to uh talk to you guys all next week rest in peace Nate Robinson